It's Wednesday, May 2nd, 2012, and you're listening to the Raw Podcast, Episode 2. How you going, guys? I'm Tristan Judd. Um, I'd like to thank you again, everyone who downloaded the or listened to the Episode 1 or the last podcast. And, and today, I'm going to be discussing a little bit about film. And the reason I'm doing that is because I put up a post a couple of days ago about my adventures with film so far. And... Um, Quite a few of you seem to enjoy it. I got a lot of people um, sharing it around, commenting, etc. So I thought I'd do a little bit of a rundown on what I've done so far, my thoughts so far, and how I see film working for me um, and how I use it. So I suppose that the first thing, for those that don't know, is I purchased a Fed 5 rangefinder film camera this is brand new stock um brand new old stock if that makes sense um and i got it because i wanted to see what all the fuss was about i really wanted to know whether um film was you know all it's cracked up to be i know there's many people out there that still swear by film um and i I wanted to experience it and see what it was like i touched a little bit on this in episode one um last week's podcast so what I've done to date um, is I've completed a roll of film, I've developed it, scanned it, and you know, posted a few photos. Now, the, the film that I developed or shot the first roll, that was basically a test, a test roll. Um, it wasn't anything exciting. The photos were fairly standard. I wanted to check for things like light leaks, and I really wanted to test out the whole development process. So... That first role I'm just using is a, it was a pure tester, just to understand. I'm about halfway through my second role now, and that's much more focused, and, and I'm focusing that more on street photography, and I'll get into that in a little bit. So the developing process, I have to say, is actually really cool. The only major stumbling point that I came across was putting the film onto the developing reel um, within inside the the dark bag or the the changing bag and that was a that was quite a bit of a struggle um i yeah i ran into a few problems i got it um i did end up with one section of the film not being developed and that is because it came off the reel apparently from my reading um but i enjoyed it it was an experience that was unlike anything i'd done before um and from there I scanned it. Once once the film and once the, the negatives had all dried out, I scanned it. That only took about two hours to dry out. And the scanning process, I was actually shocked how easy it was. I picked up a, an Epson V330. Um, I would recommend if you're looking to buy one, get the V500. I couldn't find one and I wanted it there and then to scan this film. So the only one they had available was a V330 and... For my use so far, I haven't found any problems with it. It's basically a quality issue. You go from the V330 to the V500 to the V700, 700 being the best. No one had one of them around either. So I picked up the V330. If you're on a budget, try that one out because um, it, it works really well, especially if you're mainly sharing your photos on the internet um, and you still have the negatives if you need to make some enlargements or whatever so i got that um an epson if you don't know come 
this scanner, although it's a flatbed scanner, it is basically built for scanning photos. The software that comes with it um, is really intuitive. It works really easily. It cleans up quite a bit of the the dust and and scratches. It's got some good exposure options, and you can alter the negatives before you scan, so you get a good, better quality scan out of it. So that whole process is actually very simple. I was expecting to get this scan strip of film which I'd then have to cut up and you know or crop out each individual shot but the 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 scanning software actually handles all of that for you. Um, as far as I know there are other programs you can get for scanning film that may or may not be better um, but so far with my limited use I found that the Epson scanning software that comes with it is really really good nice and easy to use so definitely test that out um, there is Canon ones on the market some say Canon is, is as good um, I have read there are a few problems with the Canon um, software not being able to pick up um, where each individual photo or negative finishes and things like that but I, I, I can't see any major problems with them so Really, if you get any, either one of them, you'll be quite happy with them. To say this whole process has actually made me quite hooked on the whole film side of things. I enjoyed it. It's a complete process. Digital, for me, got to the point where it was very much you, you shoot it, you put it on the computer, you do some processing, and it's done. There's very little about how can I say this? I suppose that the the interesting thing is with film, I'm finding myself, I'm thinking a lot more. I only have, say, 36 photos or 36 exposures to get in one roll. The roll costs on the internet, let's say, $8 a roll, um, which is not a major expense, but, you know, suddenly you're going from having, let's say, an 8 or a 16 gigabyte card where you can shoot... 300 to 600 photos without blinking an eyelid down to you know 36 shots that you're actually paying eight dollars every time you go through a roll of that um so i'm starting to th I'm finding myself thinking a lot more and even when i'm shooting digital now i'm shooting even less than i was before and i'm i'm spending more time lining things up and making sure things are perfect instead of shooting it checking it and then trying to work it out from there where things have gone wrong or what I can do to improve it. I'm trying to get it right the first time, which is actually quite an interesting thing even to do on film. It's, it's um, I mean, on digital, it's actually working quite well. Um, and it's making the photo shoot experience quite different yet fun. So for me, digital got a bit too much just, you know, firing off multiple shots and then you know, editing them to make them good, whereas film, I would never use it on a commercial shoot. Um, I won't say never, but it wouldn't be my preference because it is, you know, more time-consuming to get the photos out. Um, but for personal work, I actually I quite enjoy it. It's something completely different, and it makes you look at the world a little bit differently, especially when you're shooting, in my case, purely in black-and-white film, you're suddenly starting to see the world in a different light. You know, you don't have that option of having it in colour um, and then you can decide whether or not you want it to go black and white or not. 
Um, so I am a little bit hooked on the whole film thing as far as personal work goes and I'll get into that in a little bit. I've also found out that types of film makes a huge difference. So I'm, I'm at the moment shooting with Ilford Pan 400 which is ISO 400 black and white film and that has quite a high grain. I've just ordered a couple of different films um, which I'm hoping will be a little bit lighter on the grain side of things. Um, a bit of a tighter fine grain would be nice and I'll let you know how they go. They should arrive in the next couple of weeks. Now I've found that my film camera and what I'm finding with film at the moment is I actually love shooting street photography um, and it's interesting because I've shot street photography many times before with digital cameras, um, digital SLRs, uh, point and shoots, even my phone and it never quite felt right to me and I'm not sure why, I just I didn't enjoy the experience. Yet with film I find myself blending in more or I think because it's smaller, it's quieter, it just it just feels right to me. And um, street photography is somewhat a, a sport that, you know, you need to feel comfortable doing what you do. Um, it is not the best to sit back with a 70-200 and just pick people off like a sniper. The closer you can get, the better. And I found that with the film... Camera, you actually seem to be able to get quite close because people look at you in a way that they don't think it's that serious, and it's quite funny because there's many blogs and things on the internet that say that shooting with a, a rangefinder or a smaller camera makes you blend in better um, and makes you look, you know, less professional than having a digital SLR. I found more people looking at me with this film camera because we went down last weekend, I was down at a fairly tourist touristy area and to be honest everyone was walking around with digital SLRs and there I am walking around with this ancient film camera that's it's small and quiet but it's still quite large in its in its way it's you know it's silver and black instead of just all black and yeah I found it, it was quite funny most people were looking at me even if I got up close and shot them and they knew I shot them they still looked and were more intrigued by the camera. Some even stopped to ask questions about was I shooting film and I've even had people start reminiscing stories about how they used to shoot with such and such a camera and, and how they've got still this camera, you know, in their in their um in their house that they've never used since, you know, for, for so many years. So it was actually a very funny experience. So I don't think there's much truth to the fact that you can't or that you blend in better with a film camera I think less people take you seriously and especially if they're of the older generation if I can say that without getting flamed upon on the internet they reminisce back to the film days and and end up talking to you and it's, it's quite a funny experience so yeah I, I enjoy it for shooting that and with digital SLRs I never was able to get into that even going down and shooting with smaller entry-level digital SLRs which are quite you know small it didn't I still couldn't feel at home shooting street photography um, so yeah I've been shooting a lot of street photography um, well not a lot I don't possess I don't believe that I'm some kind of guru at street photography at all I'm just saying that I ex 
enjoy it extremely um, and I've you know I've picked up a few tips along the way and what I found out was street photography is something that I've actually been doing for quite some time um, without a camera so I'm naturally a person that likes to watch people and see how they interact um, whether it be sitting at a pub or having a coffee somewhere so it's always quite quite an interesting experience to sit there and watch someone interact or watch a group of people interact so I found that when now that I'm walking around with this film camera I'm able to pre-visualize pre visualize you get the idea I'll be able to work out what's going to happen in most cases before it's actually happened and I can you know preset my focus if I haven't already and get the exposure right to a certain degree and pretty much get ready to shoot for when it happens and um, that that's something that also I found quite interested interesting was that the, you have so much latitude in film as far as how much um, exposure or how many stops you can actually be out with your exposure I'm pretty sure and I've written this down and told, talked about this a few times I was pretty sure this camera was underexposing all these photos that I was taking especially in the first roll and to be honest they, they weren't underexposed at all so you have a lot of a lot of movement especially with black and white film color films a little bit different but you have a lot of movement as to getting the exposure right and shooting because the whole process especially with the fed 5 is not as fast as a digital SLR you've still got you've got to change the shutter speed and you've got to pull up the thing and turn it so it's not definitely not as simple as changing the two two dials on your on your camera and getting it set right so it's something that you have to do before the event happens which can take a bit of a bit of skill um, to, to work out how to do that and and that's why I think I think it, street photography and we're moving more into talking about street photography now um, and what I found about it I find that you really do need to find a camera that works best for you um, and film for me seems the film cameras seem to work for me for street photography and I'm not technically sure why that is why I can't why I don't enjoy it as much with a digital SLR but film for me works for you it might be a digital SLR and um, perhaps I should try a mirrorless camera like the the pen or the X-Pro1 or the whatever the Olympus one the OMD EM5 maybe I should try one of them um, if I wanted to do more digital I'm, I'm not sure but find a camera that you're comfortable with and use it I suppose that's it that's the best thing I've, I've found out and for me as I said film is it and I mean with the low cost of film cameras and, and giving it a go there's no reason why you shouldn't you can pick up a film camera off eBay for you know twenty thirty dollars a roll of film will cost you you know you can get this Ilford pan 400 stuff that I'm shooting with for about four dollars a roll and if you don't want to scan and develop yourself there's plenty of labs that do it for extremely low cost so it's definitely something to try and see whether that suits your your workflow or or what you enjoy doing um, and lastly I suppose the 
what I've found with street photography through various readings of people's, you know, people's work. For instance, if you haven't checked out a5millimeter.ch, definitely check out. There's three really good ebooks on street photography available from Thomas, and he he shoots with a Panasonic GF1 or GF2. Um, there's also another guy called Eric Kim. He's a travels around the world teaching street photography and the t- one thing that they both kind of talk about is first seeing the scene and understanding what's going to happen and secondly it's getting relatively close it's something about immersing yourself within into that scene that that will make all the difference to your photo it's no long it's not about sitting back with a 70 to 200 or or larger focal length and and shooting um, picking off people like a sniper it's all about getting up close being in the scene and your photos will come to life um, so I would recommend giving film a go if you've got one of these micro four thirds cameras or the mirrorless cameras whatever they're all called give them a go give straight photography a go just in general and see whether you like it it's actually a very fun experience and it will teach you to look for things that you're not usually looking for and I would have to say that next time I go out shooting on location I will probably see a few more opportunities to place models and and whatnot that perhaps weren't there um, when you're just used to shooting you know models in a studio or on location doing the usual model thing Um, so yeah, give it a go. See what you think. Um, I'm more than happy to... I'd love to hear all your stories of street photography, um, film photography, any kind of photography, really. Let me know. Uh, just a quick reminder. Tomorrow, I will be speaking to Richard Bentley, who's a time-lapse guru, um, and I'll be placing the video up. I might even stream that live Um, So watch out on any of my feeds and I'll let you know if I'm streaming it live. Um, Or you can watch it again. As I said, I'll be recording it and I'll put it up in a couple of hours. Um, So that'll be Thursday the 3rd of May. Um, And I'm doing that my time at 5.30 at night. So for you Northern Hemisphere fellows, that will be your morning. So you should be able to watch it somewhere around your lunchtime. Alright guys, well that's it for me today. Um, I might head out now and finish off this roll of film. And um, yeah, I look forward to hearing your comments. Let me know your stories about shooting photography, shooting street photography, shooting film, shooting whatever it is you shoot. I want to know about it. So let me know and um, speak soon. Alright guys, cheers.